first of all, I mean, this is the day. The stock splits have occurred. They're trading. We're actually getting a new market cap for Tesla. Four for one for Apple, five for one for Tesla. And I have to acknowledge that ages ago, when you were on with me, you said Apple 500, Tesla 2000 were your bull case scenarios. And you called it way ahead when they were 50% lower than what they were. Congratulations to you. Good picking. Now what? What are you thinking about, you know, after the stock splits? Are Apple and Tesla still attractive? What happens now? Yeah, I still think we're halfway through it. In terms of what we're seeing, a re-rating, especially in a name like Apple, because of the 5G supercycle with iPhone 12. And, and, And that's I think more and more, especially that services business, that's worth, I believe, nine to nine to 50 billion. That's, as, as we've talked about it with yourself for years, that was a big part of the re-rating pieces, but we're not done yet. And I think the stock split, you know, will obviously highlight a bit of the momentum. But I think overall, we're only in the sixth inning of Apple being re-rated as a stock. You look at Tesla, in the EV market, if Tesla's world and everyone else is paying rent, China's worth $400 share. Battery day, the drum roll. September 22nd, put that on your calendar. That's going to be significant in terms of million-mile battery. Why? Tell me more about that. Tell me well, more I mean, about that. I'm curious yeah. about that. When you look at Tesla, what's the advantage? The advantage, of course, brand, first mover, but it's battery technology. And that that's what really distinguishes right. them. And I think when you look there, we believe a million-mile battery will be announced. We think more and more price parity in terms of per kilowatt hour. And I think as a third party battery supplier, I think you walk away from that day. It's another catalyst in the Tesla story. Oh, and overall, we talked about last week, deliveries, you know, we believe thus far, especially in China, are ahead of street expectations. It's amazing. So where do you think, so right now, um, your new target prices are what? On just to be very clear, on Apple and Tesla. Sure. So Apple 150, and then bull case 175, and then Tesla. It was okay, a 3,500 bull case, and now it's 700. So, and, and if you look at the Tesla bull case, yeah, what's called base case, you know, still around 400. That's going to be key because remember, it comes down to the haters will hate here. Apple, Tesla. You'll hate Apple. Three split 300, 400 despise it, 500 tearing your hair out. But ultimately, you, the fundamental stories are transformational in terms of what's happening on 5G for Apple, and then of course on the EV story for Tesla. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And this uh, battery, it's amazing. We'll watch those and watch for those targets. I mean, you're o- you're always generally bullish. I said to someone recently, I said, Dan Ives called it. He called it ages ago in the middle of summer. And they said, Dan Ives is always bullish, you know, and you are really bullish all the time. And I know you have your Ives ETF full of some great cloud tech names. Are you so bullish on those two? Still attractive? What do you like in that group? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and thanks for asking. Look, I mean, over the last 20 years, you know, I, I've always had a pretty bullish tint, but but probably no more trend, I think, been more bullish about than cloud. I mean, it speaks to the Ives ETF along with ETF MG and Wedbush. It was to go after, you know, this opportunity, a trillion dollars is going to be spent over the next decade, and especially in mid-cap 
which is an infrastructure, which is really the hearts and lungs of the cloud ecosystem. And that's what the ETF's really been built around. And it's something where, you know, I think you're seeing more and more in this work from home environment and remote workforce. Cloud is the hearts and lungs. It's the underpinnings. And that's really what we go at, especially on a global perspective with the ETF with 50% coming out international. And then with this, what percentage of our investments should be in this kind of group, do you think? I mean, I mean, if you okay. think that cloud is it, like it's hard to know how much to put in it, right? No, no doubt. But to me, if you're looking at growth, and of course you look at streaming and e-commerce and other pieces, but I think the most transformational trends are 5G and cloud. And 5G is still so early days. In cloud right now, you're talking about you know, not just the companies that everyone knows, Microsoft and AWS and, and Google and Zoom. I mean, you know, you're talking about, you know, 40, 50 companies, especially globally, with a lot of that even being an APAC, that, that are really the underpinnings of the cloud infrastructure. And I think that's something from a growth portfolio perspective, not looking at the next day, next few weeks, but I think when I'm looking at the next three to five years, I mean, cloud is a significant trend. I think a lot of these stocks are going to benefit, which is the whole reason that we you know, put together over the last you know, year this ETF, along with ETF MG and Wedbush, to, to go after this, to go after a market that I think there's, you know, that the, there was a hole in there that we try to attack in terms of our approach, which we view as uh, you know, the right way. Right. When I look at these work from home names that, you know, you definitely still like, um, you think that trend continues. A lot of them were newer companies. A lot of them were IPO was over the last five years, right? From Peloton to Zoom and all these things, right? They're all fairly new. What do you think about the latest new trend of SPACs? Well, look, that's, I mean, every day I'm talking about them. Are they good? Would you buy one? I think it depends on what they're investing in. But, but I think it just speaks to more and more efficiency that you're seeing in the markets. But it's the appetite. It comes down to, we wouldn't be talking about SPACs if there's not an appetite relative to whatever they're individually going after, whether it's EV or other parts of technology, food chain or energy or healthcare or biotech. But when it comes to technology right now, there's a supply demand of secular growth stories. And I think that continues to be the appetite. Obviously, we hit on cloud, but overall, we believe tech stocks are going to be up, bang names, another 20, 25% next six, nine months. And I think that's something where you know we're, we're, we're bullish, not because of the re-rating, because of the fundamental stories that to us are front and center.